It's Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network, and I'm here to talk to you about RevengeLover.com. It's a great place to get logos, sponsors, artwork, t-shirts, anything and everything you need artwork design-wise. This is the place to go. Uh, you go to RevengeLover.com, you can check out samples, uh, go ahead and get inquiries, and fit, find something that pretty much fits you, or even get you know some commission-based stuff done. So again, go to www.RevengeLover.com. Hey, this is Mike and Tom from Ballpark Bros. You're listening to another great show on the Four-Eyed Radio. Check us all out on FourEyedRadio.com. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I'm Steve-O. And I'm Anna. And yeah, we have a studio audience with us tonight. That's fantastic. Didn't even know we had that, but cool. Uh, we do now. Well, I'm, j- I'm just trying to prep Man, people. I must have been really drunk when I showed up. Uh, apparently, yeah. You're already <laughs> on your first beer. Yeah. I think I'm probably still drunk from last night when I had nothing. Oh, yeah. No, you had like, oh, one Oh, no, beer. I had one. <laughs> There we go. All one beer. Mystery solved. Join us next week when we solve another <laughs> mystery. That, man, that one was really quick. Yeah, damn. <laughs> um, of course, we're brought to you by 4iRadio.com. You can find us on uh, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guy, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and also Google Play Music. And also, if you're doing some shopping like I did this week, started getting some stuff from my Halloween costume, I went to Amazon.com, but I didn't go to Amazon. I went to the Sasquatch.net and clicked on that Amazon banner, and uh, we get a little taste if you do. And uh, yeah, so I was able to do that, help out the show a little bit, and uh, we're, we're locked and loaded. So um, also don't forget to follow us on Facebook, uh, backslash not another Horrorcast, on Twitter and Instagram, at Horrorcast. And also if you want to send us emails on anything spooky or your Halloween pictures uh, after Halloween, because we'd love to see those and post those on the Facebook page. Um, Love to see what you guys came up with, or you have just things you want to send us or whatnot. We do have an email address, and that is not another horrorcast at gmail.com. Now, with all that out of the way and us having a delicious uh, a sour a beer, um, Anna, how was your week? Um, well, I can't remember anything that I did this. Oh, I remember what I did. I threw some she stuff away. Remembered. Now I have that song stuck in my head. Thanks good, for good. Um, <laughs> good, good. And my, and my evil plan is going smoothly. Your evil plan that you didn't hatch until about three seconds ago? I'm an improv villain, so... <laughs> oh my god, I totally want a show I could just called Improv Villain now. That'd be great. Um, anyways. Anyways, sorry. I digress, as usual. Um... I actually threw a bunch of stuff, like went through a bunch of stuff in my apartment, and I was go. I, well, my original plan was to clean my apartment. Instead, what I did was just went through a bunch of old stuff and threw some stuff away. I didn't actually clean anything. My apartment is still a huge mess, but at least I got rid of some stuff. So and, that's a, good. and you found something. I did. So I have been missing. I got a Zelda shirt back in um, October. Yeah, of last year. I believe. Yeah, I think it was October of last year. Oh, no, wait, it wasn't October, it was March. Yeah, I thought it was for, like, St. Patty's Day. I got it around St. Patrick's Day. Um, like a day before St. Patrick's <laughs> Yeah, but I didn't wear it that day. I know, I was just making a joke, because you're, like, around St. Patrick's Day. I'm like, it was a day before St. Patty's Day. How did you know? Um, <laughs> oh, about, wait, I forgot, uh, you have uh, a memory. Uh, I yeah, <laughs> I, I remember your shit, I remember Matthew's shit. Uh, soon, Eric, when he hits dementia, dementia I'm going to have to remember his shit. Yeah, what are we gonna do if you ever get Alzheimer's? You We're guys all are fucked. Yeah, you're all fucked. <laughs> I'm your conduit to your memories. I'm like the Inception machine in Inception. No, um, I was going to go with the memory bank, but you know, uh, um, not yeah, but be... the hours are lousy. 
Well, well, you're kind of like a memory bag. Uh, no, never mind. Never I'm like a what? There. A memory bag? Uh, no, I was going to say a memory bank slash something else, but I'm not going to go there. Anyways. Memory um, bank sperm bank? Yes. <laughs> well, all men are sperm bank. That's true. To yeah. a certain extent. Well, unless you have a low sperm count, in which case, <laughs> good luck getting someone pregnant. Um, <laughs> scared the crap out of me. Um, you almost forgot about the, the studio audience. I did, because they've been very quiet. Um, anyways, so I finally found my Zelda shirt, which was exciting. It yes. was in a shoe box, so it smelled like rubber. So I had to wash it, but at least now I can wear it again. Yay! Yay! So that was my exciting weekend. Well, that's cool. Um, let's see. This I got guilted. <laughs> Actually, this is the first podcast I've I've talked about this. I got guilted into going to the Urban Ale Trail in downtown Phoenix last weekend. Uh, I apologize for people who listen to multiple of my podcasts because yes, I will be telling this exact story <laughs> on two more podcasts. Oh, maybe three. Uh, we'll find it. Well, four in total. Okay. Anyways, uh, let me get back <laughs> or on seven. track. Seven. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe twenty-five. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> Just every time you do. But a yeah. Podcast so, from so now get on. ready for this. So, um, the Thursday before uh, last uh, Saturday, um. My, I was, like, busy with work. Everything was kind of, like, all the crap that's going on. I'm just all, like, Ugh. and then I totally forgot about it. I was, like, you know what? Maybe I'll just take this Saturday to kind of relax and just take it easy and actually enjoy a weekend kind of thing and not just be nonstop going. So then my mom's, like, why can't you go? Why can't you go? So I was, like, fine. I'm going. I'm going. So I get guilted into going. Don't get me wrong. I had a great time. Fun. Talk about that in a bit. We're literally on our way to downtown Phoenix because my parents decided, oh, we're going to pick you up. And then they go, oh, we're also picking up your brother. And I'm like, oh, okay. He didn't want to tell me he was coming along. Not that I have a problem with my brother. I just like wasn't – I literally thought it was just going to be me and my sister because, again, no one tells me anything. So we're literally downtown Phoenix about to turn into a parking structure to park. And my mom's phone ring, and it's my sister. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't come. I'm not feeling well, blah, 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 you know, all this kind of stuff. And my mom's just like, oh, okay, well, feel better, and just hangs up the phone. I'm sitting in the back of the car like, what the fuck? Are you seriously? <laughs> you berated me on fucking text messages and shit like that of like, why don't you want to go? And I'm like, I'm telling you this like a couple of days in advance. And guess what? There's no, there was no price. You didn't have to buy a ticket. To get in, it wasn't like my parents prepaid for this stuff and someone wasn't showing up, they can't get their money back kind of thing. It was like, it was free pretty much to show up and do whatever you want to do and then you had just had to buy your booze when you were there. So if I wasn't there, you didn't have to buy me booze kind of thing. Um, and then it's like that whole thing, so I'm just sitting there going like that. Uh, I mean, great part is I did get a cool um, uh, growler. Mm-hmm. for it so yeah the first like 300 people who showed up got one and literally i was in line again it literally almost felt like the rickmobile all over again and it was funny because my my mom was like i don't know if we're gonna get one i'm like please this line is nothing compared to that rickmobile line oh yeah that was so ridiculous. honestly i don't think i have a problem with lines anymore <clears throat> yeah after being in that line for that long and getting a shirt yes and not even getting to go up to the well, not even gonna, yeah so rick rick mobile you better come back you little bastards um, yeah, like they listen to this podcast. You never know. <laughs> hey, they're on it. Oh, jeez, Rick. Oh, yeah. Now we're we're back on uh, on not another B horror cast. Yeah, I know, Morty. We 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 just kind of kind of fell in here. You know, it, 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 was, it was like I didn't expect this portal to show up to you know, uh, Sucksville or something like that. Oh, jeez. You know, Rick, you gotta you gotta stop. You know, ripping into them and and whatnot. You know, it's uh it's not nice and uh. Um, anyways, we're gonna, we're gonna go and let you, you stop derailing the show. Morty, they don't give a shit. Have you, have you seen this guy? He, he, he fucking derails uh, everything that he fucking touches. I mean, I mean, that's why his marriage went down the shitter, you know, uh, uh, for 10 years. Oh, jeez, Rick, that, that, that's really fucking cutting deep. Yeah, that, that, that even hurt me, bro. Yeah, technically Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't care. Uh, fuck you and uh, fuck that guy over there, all right? Okay. I'm out of here. Oh, okay. Well, you technically weren't married, but um, apparently Rick. Uh, just... uh, uh, peace out, yo's. Bye, Marty. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're um, good. Yes. Entertaining to have Rick and Morty stop uh, by. They stop by everything because I'm addicted to that show. I want to work on that show so badly. No, it's better than uh, Nicolas Cage showing up. I love Nicolas Cage to show up. Yeah, let me tell you about a vampire yeah. uh, movie I, I was in. I actually came with uh, oh, Rick and Morty and... Um, no, you didn't. It, it, yeah, no, I, they were in my uh, dimension, and I just kind of tagged along, but it seems like they they ditched me here. Oh, you got any moon pies? Ugh. Well, there goes all the food in the house again. Um. Oh, I'm sorry, we haven't. We, I, I forgot. I forgot Nicholas Cage. Let me just grab that for you. <laughs> I, I don't want to go. Get the fuck in the portal. 
Damn. Anyways, so yeah, that was your weekend. Yeah, that was my my weekend, and then other than that, pretty pretty relaxed. Um, well, didn't you get more than just the growler, or was it just the growler? Hmm. Am I adding stuff to this? No, no, no. I did get. I just got a like a, a beer cozy for um hmm. the thing, which is a really nice one too. Um. So that was cool. Yeah, I had fun. Tasted a lot of good beers. Uh, there was this pumpkin beer that tasted like a pumpkin pie. It was nuts. Uh, they had this a blueberry sour, and it's like so. This sour, you see how dark it is. Mm-hmm. I was expecting like a dark color. It was light. Okay, so it's like it fools you like the coffee colch. Yeah, it's like one of the, and you taste it. I really enjoyed it. Uh, there was a lot. It's funny because I drank like everything and maybe one beer, and just because it wasn't really that I hated it, it just literally tasted like another. It basically it's like every IPA you have is the it same. It just IPA. all tastes like IPAs. Yeah. So uh, so basically, once you keep when they're like, oh, they have an IPA, I'm like pass, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Because I'm like, I just had eight of those, so <laughs> it's like, uh, but like trying all the new stuff was kind of cool. Uh, it sucked. We got to one. It was supposed to be like shark bite or shark bait. Or something like that, and uh, the, by the time we got there, it was all gone already. So we were like, "Damn!" Oh. Uh, so yeah, so certain things did run out and whatnot. Um, I did find out that uh, Hard Rock Cafe carries uh, Hush uh, beer, and not mm. just like the normal, the Brond and the Coffee Kolsch. Oh, actually, no, I've never seen. I don't think I've seen the Coffee Kolsch yet in a. I think I've seen it at places before. I usually see the coffee kolsch. I the always, blonde, I either always... it's like one of it's like two, between one and three of the coffee kolsch, the blonde, and the um the IPA. Yeah. Oh, the uh, magic and, in the ivies. I think it's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they usually have that. They have the Scottsdale blonde, the coffee kolsch. They even had like the coconut Joe um there. Yeah, that's unusual. Uh, so I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. So it was it was fun. So I think next year I really want to like plan it better because I didn't. I, I mean, apparently this is like the fourth year. This is the first time I've heard about it. Uh, that's the cool part about Phoenix and Arizona. There's all these things just popping up that like every every kind of year. Uh, but yeah, so there was that, and I think that was about it, and just kind of... Oh, I just remembered, so I literally just did this like 10 minutes ago, and I totally forgot to mention it. So I did sign up for a wine subscription box, so we might be making a debut of Wine Not at some point soon, but we will probably figure that out. Um, but oh, at God. least we have the wine for oh, yeah. it the, now. The only so. way wine not is going to work if we can literally every week we have to have a, a like it has to be a rotating guest to come in to oh, do it yeah. because that was the whole point of it where we were going to drink all have it drink you know and then talk about the wine and then just see what the fuck happens you know after <laughs> you have more wine. So um, so basically what you might have to do you have to do you have to do the wine that you want to taste. And then we're going to have to have, like, spare bottles of wine because you don't want to just drink all that wine in one sitting. Just, like, cheap bottles of wine because once you have the good stuff, you just go to the shit stuff and you're just trying to get drunk at that point. So Yeah, that's true. And I think why, uh, uh, Total Wine has deals on, like, six or packs of wine. Yeah, but I don't have a Costco card. Just steal your mom's. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> just steal it. Just be like, purse. Mom, buy me wine at Costco. I'm doing a pod. A pod? Yeah. Don't you kids, don't you millenniums shorten things these days? First of all, it's millennial. Second of all, I am not a millennial. And third of all, I don't think anyone calls it a pod. Uh, you'll be surprised. Check out Chris Hardwick's new pod. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Fuck you, Chris Hardwick. No, I like <laughs> Chris kidding. Hardwick. Look, no, just for stealing your idea that you just came up with just now. I don't have any ideas. <laughs> I steal. I, I copy what... Well, you what, don't have I, any original ones. I copy what better people put together, and I enjoy their stuff, and then I try to go into their worlds because my world is dark and dismal. But um, yeah, I know I just said fuck Chris Hardwick, but... I actually am subscribed to a lot of his shows, so <laughs> on the Nerdist Network, so I can't really say fuck Chris Hardwick because I'm I a nice call guy. that you know what I call that the slowest fucking backpedal I've seen in my entire life. Yeah, I know. Um, well, but, it's me. I do everything way too methodically and slowly. Anyways, um, yeah. So, uh, but this week we did watch a movie. And yes. we do have some news and some eerie news of the week, horror movie news as well and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the movie we did watch was uh, The Haunting, uh, the 1969 version. Uh, I did see this a long time ago, and I also saw the remake, which I have to sit down and watch again because I was try- I forgot the- how many people were actually in that cast in that movie. So Yeah, there's Liam Neeson, yeah, Liam Owen, Neeson Wilson. Owen Wilson, uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Um, and I don't know the woman's name, but she, I did remember her face from the, uh, Conjuring, the first one. She played the mother. 
Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to see. It's funny because we'll we'll dive into uh, the haunting and we can make a little bit of comparison. So, but uh, yeah, we'll give you a spoilers alert before that. Another movie did come out in 1969, but in case people have not checked out any of the old old kind of classic horror movies and stuff like that uh and they do want to check this out i do not want to ruin anything for anybody so um but yeah so we'll again give you spoilers for that but we'll give you our review of that movie and talk about that at the towards the end of the show uh but while we're on the subject of talking about things we're gonna dive into our eerie eerie news of the week we got a couple of stories and things that we can talk about and uh hopefully there's no more of the chaz showing up (laughs) It is time for eerie news of the week. All right, so I have a couple of stories. Uh, One story that is in the show notes we are not talking about because that is saving for our Halloween episode. Um, But the other one below it um, was interesting. So apparently scientists have discovered uh, an octopus city off of the coast of Australia. Cool. I want to go. Hey, Ringo Starr should go because he's the one who said he'd like to be under the sea in an octopus's garden. In an octopus's garden, not a city. Uh, this makes me wonder: do the uh, do the octopus uh, have a you know current exchange? You know, uh, do they have stock market? Do they have they build an actual like you know a sustainable society under the water? I think it's a communist society. Oh, you think so? Oh yeah. Damn. Well, octopi are really, really smart, so I have to imagine if they're really smart, they're probably kind of dicks. Okay. (laughs) Just a thought. I could be completely wrong, but, you know, it's octopi. What are they going to do? Come after me? Ooh, I live in the desert. I like how the, so the, the, uh, apparently one of the uh, magazines, uh, the city uh, adorably dubbed uh, Oct, Octisalissa? I don't know how to pronounce it. It's called Oct. Oh, Oct. Octopolis. Octopolis. There we go. Oh, Octa or Octlantis. That's what it is. Octlantis. See, I like Octopus. Yeah, I like Octopolis. Octopolis. Oh, that's the next fucking Pixar film right there. Octopolis. Octopolis. <laughs> It'll be a side story from. Oh, see, there's a there's your spinoff movie for. Oh my from god. Finding Dory. From Finding Dory with the octopus. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Pixar, give me money. Uh, <laughs> I swear to fucking God, if he gets like a spinoff movie, like, I mean, good for him and everything like that, but fuck, I was like, Nostra fucking Domus over here. Yeah, no shit. Or Octus Nostra Octopius. <laughs> Nostra Octus. There um. you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I thought that was kind of interesting, kind of cool. It looks like it was yeah, discovered. Yeah, really cool. Uh, uh, an octopus colony was discovered back in 2009. Um but, yeah, it looks like that's kind of – I just thought, yeah, that's kind of interesting. I mean, the oceans, uh, there's everything. I wonder if there's, like, Shark City now, too. Shark City. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt that there's Shark City, but that's because I think sharks are lone predators for the most part. It does make – this kind of makes me laugh, though. Male octopuses exhibit aggressive behavior, chasing each other from dens constructed from discarded clam and scallop shells. Damn. It's like, fuck you, this is my house, yeah. bitch. <laughs> Um, yeah, the next story actually is kind of up your alley is uh, stuff that you've mentioned a, uh, a couple of times on the podcast and also in passing and stuff like that. But apparently, uh, bringing up Chernobyl, uh, yep. it looks like he, uh, there's puppies in Chernobyl, but you can't pet them because they are radioactive right off the bat. That makes me uh, think of fallout and also makes me sad. <laughs> they are super cute too. Aww. Really so there is the there is a video of these adorable pups. Uh, we'll post on that. But it's it's kind of so crazy that um, oh actually hold on there here it is. So if you want to help out the fallout puppies, check out one of the fundraiser efforts uh, to provide the medical care and the comfort the dogs of uh, Chernobyl needs. Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and definitely post this, and then there's a bunch of links that you can click on and go ahead and uh, yeah, it's on uh, GoFundMe. On GoFundMe, so definitely check out the help out the fallout puppies. Um, so that's uh that's really kind of cool but it's also just like it's so crazy to me that there's still like it's life there's still life there but it's just so fucking still radioactive yeah yeah well that doesn't surprise me because radioactivity sticks around for a really long time but i mean this still further you know uh just makes gives me even more or gives even more credibility to my line of thinking that the reason why cancer rates have spiked within the past 
like 50 years is because of the fallout from Chernobyl because that shit get, can spread really fucking far. I mean, yeah, it's so. it's it's, uh, it's pretty crazy and stuff like that. Um, oh, and this is something I totally spaced on it, and I should have added it into the information for the podcast. Go for it. But I remembered they I learned recently that there were uh, plates and like dishware that had that were made out of a radioactive like glazing oh shit like it was like very very lightly radioactive but you could get radioactivity poisoning if you like microwave the dishes like or the food like on the dishes or if there was like a crack in the paint at all then it would like do and give you like cause radioactive or it wasn't like extremely high but it was like higher than you're technically supposed to have which is like I don't remember the percentages right now. But. Well, I guess if you knew what it was, like what the the dishware was and everything like that, you could be like, uh, when your guests come over that you don't like, you're like, yeah, let them eat off of the radioactive one. Yeah, and it was because they were trying Deep to get a specific radioactive dishware, radioactive <laughs> dishware coming at you from Milton Bradley. <laughs> um. It, yeah, it was. They did use a specific shade of red to get the the right color. Uh, I guess it was called radioactive red. <laughs> Good of it. Bah, bah, um, Fiesta dinnerware. That's what it was called. And they still make Fiesta dinnerware, but it's not radioactive <laughs> anymore. Oh my god! I think we used to sell that at when I worked at Kohl's. Probably. Oh, depleted uranium. That's what it was. Um, look, this look, radium's radium, right? We can use it for anything. Let's just use it for dishware. Yeah, it, it says it's depleted, depleted re- uranium, um, instead of, um, actual like fully <laughs> radioactive uranium, but it's still radioactive, and you shouldn't be eating it. Um, and I think. Okay, so beginning in 1942, the Fiesta line items began to be reduced. Over the next four years, more unusual serving pieces were being discontinued. And by 1946, uh, the line's variety of items had been reduced by nearly one-third. So I think in the... Sometime up until like 19... Okay, I think in, in 1969 is when they stopped using radioactive glazes on it um but it, i mean they you can still find it online but it's just like really expensive it's like probably like between 50 and 100 dollars for one plate and it's like do you really want something radioactive in your house um but i can't even remember what podcast i heard that on but i didn't remember hearing it that sorry the pets being in chernobyl just brought it up for me again because i wanted to mention it to you and i forgot no, you're, you're, it's all good um you got to do what i do when i listen to certain podcasts and something comes up that i'm like oh that's a really cool thing that i didn't know about i like to research it and you know enlighten more people with our podcast and stuff and then uh i usually write it down and then go research it later um so uh but yeah so this is this is crazy um uh hold on Ah, thanks, Mom. Let's interrupt me uh, doing a podcast. Um, That's what she does. Yeah, she was like... It's like she has a sixth sense. Well, I, no, it wasn't that. I told her. I was like, oh, I am I have plans. Uh, well, I basically, because I, I took Friday off, mm-hmm. uh, and then with that day off, because I'm going to try to score myself a uh, classic Super NES, because this gets released on Friday, so I took the day off from work, because I'm like, I have a shit ton of vacation days. I have no idea what I'm going to use them for, so you know might as well just give it a shot so and then my mom's like oh do you have off friday because i she's like oh happy you know almost end of the week i'm like mine ends tomorrow kind of thing because i'll be thursday so i actually am curious now how many people will be listening to this tomorrow and just being like that son of a bitch (laughs) um well it's not like they can do anything about it because now you have the day off so well already yeah anyways yeah um well they can beat the crap out of me today right now if they're listening to this um but if they don't if they don't listen until till friday then i'm good um (laughs) But anyways, uh, uh, yeah, so I was like basically told, I was like, oh, I have a bunch of stuff I need to do on Friday, realizing that I said I had the day off, and then my mom would, of course, be like, oh, we should go to lunch, and because it takes a long time to go to lunch with my mom. Don't get me wrong, I love free food, and love my mom, but, you know, I, I'm like, I set this day aside to do things that I need to do, and I figured I'd take care of them on a Friday, so Saturday I can wake up and be like, oh, I have two extra days to just do whatever I want. Plus, a bunch of people are going to be at work anyways Friday, so I'll be able to do a lot of things quickly. 
uh, not to deal with crowds. Um, but yeah, so of course my mom's like texting me and I'm like, I'm like, she's texting me something. I'm like, okay, I'll answer this later. Cause as soon as I text her back, it's just going to be this back and forth thing. I'm like, I gotta <laughs> do this anyways, back to the show. Yeah, that's right. I'm not editing this out. You guys deal with my problems. Um, <laughs> all right. But did you know, uh, that there was a real, uh, human, uh, skeleton, uh, on the, uh, in a uh, dawn of the dead. The original. I did not know that, and I have not seen Dawn of the Dead, the original the one. The original one. I saw the remake. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the remake. Um, yeah, the original is good. I think it's on like Hulu and stuff. That we'll have to do like a zombie uh, movie watch sometime and watch some of the classics. Uh, but yeah, so uh, yeah, I was like, that's kind of interesting because there's been that story rumor slash either debunked or true that there was real life, real human skeletons in the pool scene on poltergeist the mm-hmm. original one um, oh yeah so it's always a kind of interesting thing or whatnot uh so yeah um again i'll post uh, the stories onto the thing so you can get a look at this picture uh that's why we really need to start doing some live streaming and figure out how people can be like go to my screen and then people can see what i'm seeing and all that kind of stuff so um but yeah so uh trying to think uh, so this is kind of this is kind of interesting. So this story is actually dated back in 2015. Okay. Um, but a community was outraged, and now I don't know if I ever remember hearing this story. I know that's why I was like, well, it's out of date, but I've never heard of it, so I'm curious if other people have heard of it. But a uh, uh, community uh, outraged over a gruesome Halloween lawn decorations. Now you scroll down when you see the thing. So the the first image is a man uh, on an upside down cross. <laughs> Uh, crucified, and he has, uh, like, syringes stabbed into his uh, face, and it's, like, blood leaking out. Now, this is a dummy. And then also in the yard, there's, like, a like a guy hung, hanging upside down, all wrapped up, like, kind of like a dead body, just mummified almost. And a few, like, other things, like a child's impaled and stuff like that. Now, of course, I see this. Uh, this, is, this actually was in Ohio. Uh, Parma, Ohio. I'm actually kind of curious where Eric uh, is gonna say, in gonna... there and be like, hey, are these people putting their decorations up and stuff? And I just think – and they want people to um, – um, one mother is demanding to uh, be, them be taken down and stuff like that. But I'm laughing at this because I just find it funny and I'm just like, oh, my God, that's actually really freaking cool and I like that. And uh, You know what I really love is uh, somebody complained to the city – and the city was like, well, we can understand why it would be disturbing, but we can't do anything because it's freedom of, basically, uh, freedom of expression. Ah. So they're just like, yeah, we're just going to leave it up. So that's, I think that's great. And they're like, but it, it's so close to an elementary school. Guess what? These kids are already scared stiff as it is anyways. But yeah, I just thought it was funny. So yeah, this was dated back in, uh, like I said, 2015. So I'm very curious. So I might have to ask, yeah, Eric, where he's located. And thing and see if there's anything like that. Now this I think is cool, and you better do it fast before uh, the people you plan on doing it to hear this segment and go, "Oh shit, I know this person's going to do this to me." But if you have someone who doesn't listen to the podcast, guess what? Advantage you, because if you know somebody in your group of friends or coworkers, and I'm really trying to sell this as Casey Kasem, <laughs> you can find a scary clown. Deliver donuts to your friends. I love the fact that he's holding red balloons every time. Oh, it's a it's a Hertz donuts. Oh, which, we and we do have those out here. Mm-hmm. It looks like uh, Hertz donuts in Dallas, Texas, is okay. who's offering it. But um, but that's actually I really wish that they had that out here because that would be really fun. Yeah, so it looks like they dress up as like kind of like the old school Pennywise or maybe the new school Pennywise, um, the evil clown obsession and everything like that. But yeah, that's uh, kind of cool. I like that idea. So um, yeah, he does look a lot like the old Pennywise because of the just kind of like the eyebrows and stuff. Well, yeah, and even the outfit. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. So I'll definitely uh, post this again to our Facebook page. And I just thought it was pretty cool. So now, uh, now Anna actually has some news, and this actually might be for some of your uh, your lady listeners, and or if you gentlemen out there, like I want to get something for my significant other, and uh, she does like horror stuff. Anna. Yeah, there you go. So um, it's actually there is um, it's by uh, crap, Last Splash Cosmetics, and it is. Um, it's a uh, liquid matte color, so basically liquid lipstick, and the colors are um, 
It's Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, Dracula, Bride of Frankenstein, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, and The Mummy. So it's all women on the pictures. Um, yeah, the artwork's really kind of is really cool. Yeah, the artwork is very like it's sort of comic book esque, but it's very like horror themed. It's really really cool looking. Yeah, it's like it reminds me of those old like pop comics uh, back in like I think the fifties, forties, and fifties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they don't have a date on when they're releasing it. They just said it's releasing in October. But if I were you, I would follow them on your social medias or just kind of like look up their their website and see when they will actually release this because these, these colors are actually really freaking cool. Yeah. It's so. like, um, okay, so there's more than just five. They just show they're just showing like five or talking about five. There's probably they're gonna probably release more while, when it comes out. Yeah, I want to say there's at least eight. Okay. Um, just based on what I'm seeing right now, because there's like a light purple, a dark purple, like a classic red, a kind of like a lighter pinkish color, like a beige color. There's silver. There's um, green. So yeah, it's really really freaking cool looking, and especially because I really like this is. That me diving into girly talk, which is unusual, but I really want to try like the matte lipsticks, like the ones that just look like there's like there's no shine to them. Oh. Um, but I haven't gotten around to it yet, and so I might actually do it for the horror ones. And if I can get my hands on one of these, I'll try it out and let you guys know what my what I think. Um, well, you, but could yeah. pro- you could probably do a thing where you could take a picture and post it to our Instagram at the Horrorcast, and then that links to our Facebook page, and then people can see. I could stuff like and that, and then you guys could let me know what you think of the colors. And yes, like Steve said, if you're a girl and you're interested in this, go out and buy it. If your if your girlfriend or wife or whatever is interested in this kind of stuff, definitely go out and see if you can find a tube of it because this is really freak. Even if you don't use it. Just the artwork itself is really awesome. So, Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up all of our eerie news of the week. And now we have a little bit of horror news before we dive into our uh, the movie we talked about. So without further ado, it's time for horror news. All right. So one of the first stories is now... Uh, I'm I'm really I really I really am laid back these days and I don't really care when people are like oh they're making a sequel to this or they're making a sequel to that I'm like look if I don't want to see it I don't want to see it and stuff of like that uh, this one I'm like it's it's cool uh, this idea for a sequel but I'm also like do we do we really need a sequel I thought the original was fine and again with this whole you know we wait too long to bring like a sequel back uh, don't get me wrong it has worked you know with the Star Wars movies and it has worked with all these other kind of franchises and stuff of like that so I could be completely wrong but uh, don't get me wrong I'm, I'm excited I, I will definitely see it I have nothing against that but do we need it looks like another Hocus Pocus will be in the works which honestly I can say I have never seen this movie but looking at the cast I am not surprised at all to see that Sarah Jessica Parker's in it <laughs> Just because I think she looks like a horse. But, yeah, I think it would be interesting. I know, like, a lot of people really love this movie. So I think it would be interesting to talk to people who actually have seen this movie and enjoyed it to see what their thoughts are on it. Because, I mean, it could go really well or really badly, depending on how they do it. So the only problem I have with this is, like, uh, the last ten years that will not die. I've heard the development, the script. I haven't been involved in it, but I think where there will be a sequel, it might be for the Disney Channel or the Freeform or ABC or something like that. So it looks like the original casting. Uh, they I think yeah, they want them to come back and everything like that. But again, it's like yeah, I love, I like Hocus Pocus. It's a fun movie. Um, I'm not sure if it's out on Blu-ray or whatnot. Um, they, you know, the talking cat. Uh, that was like one of the first things where they had like the live cat and they did kind of like a CGI over the face to make it like kind of talk and everything like that. So I mean, there was a lot of cool, you know, uh, you know, uh, technology uh, advances in the movie and stuff like that. That kind of, you know, now that's how we have every fucking animal talking is because of this program developed, you know, all the way back kind of kind of predates a little bit of the motion capture of like an animal's face and then follow the you know things around it or whatnot that's really cool and now you can just do everything at fucking cg so you don't even need that so that's my that's my only like dilemma now is like the does the cat go back to <clears throat> does the cat go to cgi then or whatnot or actually no well i don't oh you never never mind I was about to give away plot points and things and stuff like that uh 
and you can talk about and you've it if you've never want. seen it. No, you have to. You should see it. If okay. you haven't seen it, it might, it will be kind of cool to actually have someone know, like, oh, they don't see this stuff coming. So maybe we'll, even though it's not a horror movie, since it is Halloween themed, maybe we'll do it this month. Ah, uh, possibly. Yeah, let us know what you think, people, because um, we haven't really thought too far and in, ahead into the Halloween foray. So, uh, so um, of course, uh, with sequels and everything getting made and stuff like that, Chapter Two of It. Has already have a release date for uh, other things. So part two is about these characters thirty years later as adults. Uh, so it looks like, but it looks like the the release date is going to be September six of two thousand nineteen. Now I know rumor had it that it was supposed to come out next year, uh, two thousand eighteen. But most likely uh, with the the gangbusters that this movie did, it was the highest grossing, um, not only the highest grossing movie of September. Uh, but like a higher grossing horror movie. I, I think um, it's the highest grossing horror movie period. Kind of thing. So, um, which I think I could be mistaken. I think the last one was like The Exorcist or something like that. Like things have not like The Exorcist is fucking up there because that was one of those like based on a true story kind of yeah uh, thing and stuff like that. So um, I could be wrong again. I don't know. I don't have a Wikipedia thing pulled up in here. So um, yeah. So this is gonna be exciting. I mean, of course, this movie has done gangbusters. Uh, people at work. I, I, th- I think I s- astonished. Uh, someone at work when they're all like i saw it once i'm like i've seen it twice they're like what how could you i'm like yeah even people that normally don't watch horror movies have gone to see it and they actually enjoyed it they were like it was really creepy but it was really good yeah so i enjoyed it i thought it was fun and great so i look forward to the sequel and actually a plus for the sequel it looks like that the same director is going to be directing the new one as well which i'm really glad that they're sticking with the original director because i thought he did a fantastic job oh yeah so right out of the gates but uh of course if you guys are trying to figure out what new movie and TV shows are coming out in October, uh, all kind of like horror-based. I know Netflix has released their list. That some of their stuff might be on here um, as well. But, of course, uh, yeah, of course, also with uh, what's coming. Uh, so cur- October 20, 2006 is loaded with horror screens, both big and small. Cult of Chucky, I know, is coming to uh, – what's it called? I believe it's coming to Netflix. Uh, Leatherface, uh, Jigsaw is going into you know theaters. Of course, we have Stranger Things. The Walking Dead will be starting back up. You were pointing, yes? Oh, actually, I was going to say I did find an entire list of the Halloween, either stuff that was leaving in October, or it's basically like everything Halloween-themed. Oh, okay. Um, and it has a list of everything that's leaving, the dates that it's leaving, and the stuff that's going to be there on Netflix through October. So I posted it on our Facebook page, so then you guys can go there and see, like, oh, hey, I haven't seen this movie before, and I really want to see it. Now it's on Netflix. So... Yeah, so there's your horror list for the month, kiddos. Uh, yeah. We should probably think of a better name for our horrorites other than kiddos. Uh, I I was calling him like I was like the monster, the the monster mash. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to think. Of, I had something a while ago, and then no one tweeted back or anything. So I was like, all right, I can't remember it, and no one cares. So I'm just calling him listeners now. Okay. I always say kid. I don't know. I think it was so weird because, like, growing up, you'd be called a kid. You're like, hey, don't call me a kid, even though you were a kid. And now I'm, like, old. I'm like, kids, let me tell you something. And it's all like, <laughs> Steve, you're a – like, Matthew would be like, Steve, you're a day older than me. What the you're fuck? You're like, all right, listen up, kiddo. All right, back in my day. A day? A day? One day. One day. <laughs> one Back in one day? Back in one day, buddy? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> back in one I day, what? I used to have to walk up hills School in the I'll, snow for five miles every day. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I was shitting before you were. <laughs> uh, you almost made me spit my beer. Sorry, I didn't know you were taking a sip. When I was <laughs> so this is this is kind of interesting. So I remember the movie, and then it looks like uh, this. Yeah, so I guess The Mist was apparently... Yeah, it was a TV show. A TV show. It, it, I didn't it, even. It, I think we might have talked about it once, and I told well, you. We did talk it. about it, and I thought it was a great idea to put the put it on television. I think it it did. Uh... Yeah, it was picked up straight to series in April 2016 from Spike. Um... Okay, so yeah, it did get signed on for two seasons. It looks like the entire first season is streaming on. Uh... Yeah, it looks like it's going to shift the streaming release to October 27th. So if you want to check that out, which I will check that out because I didn't have Spike and it did something like I enjoyed the film. I just thought it how it ended. You were like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So. And then I know the sh- but then I saw it. It's also based off of Stephen King's short story. Mm-hmm. And even that short story also is a 
um, like it ends and you're like, oh, okay. So like either way, you're kind of like, what the fuck kind of thing. So this one, I was kind of curious, like what they were able to do do with it, kind of giving a longer, uh, you know, story arc kind of thing. Yeah, apparently they barely got eight hundred thousand viewers, even with DVR. So I mean, I think well, part of the reason it says among adults eighteen to forty nine. So if that's your like your target audience, I feel like it's probably going to do better on Netflix anyways because. I mean, let's be honest, not very many people have cable TV anymore. Yeah, really. Like, and most people either stream stuff or... Yeah, yeah well, like... Most people just stream it, yeah. You either stream it or you steal your buddy's account or your other buddy's account or you have multiple accounts or, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. So it's like, if you really want... You get 12... Um, basically, you keep creating 12 new emails every year and you can get 30 free days of Netflix. <laughs> Well, or also the um, the other thing, it's like maybe if they had it on a network that had like a streaming service, like a deal with a streaming service online, they would have gotten more viewers yeah. or something like that, or like had a deal with Hulu or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. If, well, you never know how things do. I mean, it's so weird to hear like you know you hear the rate like about ratings now, and you're also like I mean back in the day ratings used to be like everything, everything and now yeah. it's like you know you have you know you have Netflix where it's like. Yeah, I've gone back and watched, you know, shows because I put them on in the background just to have noise or something like that that I've seen multiple, multiple times. But, like, their original content, I, most of the time I've only watched it once, like, their, that season once. And it's all like, once I'm done with that season, I haven't really revisited it. And it's kind of like, okay, well, you just basically get to see people when it comes out that weekend, all these people binge it, and then they're done with it, and they never touch it again. So it's yeah. very, it's very, it's very interesting how all that kind of stuff works. But speaking of ratings... And all that kind of stuff. We'll be giving out our ratings this evening on the uh, 1963. 1963, yeah, I 1963, okay, because the, uh, the, the box had the wrong fucking date. Yeah, it said the copyright was 1969, so apparently it took them six years to copyright the movie. So now I have to go back and edit the beginning so it says 63. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Just deal with it now. So The Haunting, uh, 1963, based off of a uh, novel, or no, I shouldn't say novel, it's probably like a book, a short story, because um, novels usually have to be bigger than so many pages, right? Uh, I think so. I don't know what the standard is. I just What's know... the difference between a children's book and a novel? I mean... Uh, I would say children's book is geared toward children. Um, Fuck you! <laughs> I don't know what the... What, constitutes a novel though i just i'm like i'm pick up a book and end up reading it in a day or two and i'm like oh that was a novel cool oh um, there we go based on the novel the haunting of hill house uh by shirley uh jackson uh there we go um awesome. i should probably just read this notes that i pull up and stuff like that but before we dive into this movie <laughs> uh and all that good stuff uh well, uh, okay, of course, this is the spoiler segment of the show, so if you have not seen The Haunting 1963 and you do not want to listen anymore, I would turn off now and we'll see you next week. Uh, if you guys are still listening and don't give a shit or seen the movie, then uh, I will give you the description. This is what IMDB gives us. It says, a scientist doing research on the paranormal invites two women to a haunted mansion. One of the uh, participants soon start losing her mind. Now, that just sounds creepy, because I'm going to tell you right now, there's actually four people in the mansion. There's the main scientist, there's uh, the nephew of the aunt who inherited the house. And he's going to inherit when the aunt dies. When the aunt dies, and then you have the... Um, you have the crazy schizo woman, and then you also have the I'm, – I'm going to say the bisexual woman at this point. Cause yeah, the bisexual the, psychic. And I'm really very curious. Like, I have to watch the remake now with Catherine Zeta-Jones because I'm like, was she that, like, flirty in that movie? Cause no, I just, she I, wasn't. Because this girl, like, it was like, damn, for 1963? Yeah, was like, she was, like, what? pretty much throwing herself at the one chick. And then, like, whenever any one – like, any of the guys showed any – attention to the other girl she got like super like like super pissed je like jealous and weird and it's just like this is weird <laughs> yeah it's just weird some of that but of course yeah so that's the that's the synopsis of it pretty much yeah kind of explains everything so what you find out in the beginning of this movie um again i will say this uh i ha i saw this movie like a probably back in high school at one point when I was trying – I think when I started like trying to revisit like the old uh, horror movies, I started going back and stuff of like that. And then when I found out The Haunting, the 1999 uh, one was a remake of this, I was like, oh, let me definitely check out the original. Now, I will say this. The original to me, hands down, 
so much better than the 1999 one. Now, don't get me wrong. Probably when I saw that one in theaters, I was like, like, oh, this is really good. But probably trying to think about like, it. Like Swinks, man. Like Swinks, man. Like it was really good. I like this one just because the cinematography in this is is very well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the angles of camera and how they shot everything was really well done. For a black and white film, it does – I can totally see like – this is what I like about watching the old stuff. I can really appreciate like what filmmakers had to do to like kind of get their point across and stuff like that. And there is one scene I will talk about when we get there that I think is a very, very great scene and very, very shot, very simple yeah. uh, kind of stuff. So um, now was this the first time of you seeing this this movie? Yes. I saw The Haunted House, which is the 1999 version with Owen Wilson. and. No, it's just called The Haunting. Oh, it is a haunting. Oh, yeah, you're right. I was. And thinking then of... I think there is another one called The Haunting of Hill House, and I don't know when okay. that one came out. But well, I did see The Haunting, so I had. Well, this is the thing: you can watch both movies, and neither movie is going to spoil it for the other one because they're two completely different movies. Like so, there is some similarities, but yeah, other than they're both it's based in Hill House, and it's psychologists trying to prove or disprove the paranormal. That's about all the similarities that there are. Yeah. Um, it was, I, because my, well, my biggest problem with it is probably that it was, it just seemed very anticlimactic. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm understanding you correctly, like the, basically what they were building up to and then how it ended and you're just kind of like, Oh really? Kind of thing. Yeah. It was sort of like they were trying, well, originally I said it was sort of like they were trying to do psycho, but honestly it was more like they were trying to do rear window and it just didn't really hit the points that it needed to hit at the right time to make it really like suspenseful, like rear window was. Um, I could say that. Yeah. Okay. But I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I absolutely enjoyed it, and some of the camera shots were incredible. Yeah, like I said, again, it's uh, you know, it's back in the you know the sixties and stuff like that. Uh, you know, that's why I always really enjoyed practical effects, like some of the great like old school movies when they did stuff and things like that. Even when they made like uh, well, I forget. Oh, I'm trying to remember the name where it's like these brain creature things. It's just literally like a brain with like a uh, brain, you know, stem like kind of creature, but just like it's a you can see it's a puppet, but how they filmed it and being it black and white it doesn't look like a puppet it, it just looks like yeah you know kind of stuff so like this one did some really cool like things and stuff like that such as you know there's the door yeah that's a really kind of cool effect where the door is like kind of breathing uh kind of thing it's pushed on um yeah I, I will definitely say like the thing that i appreciate about the black and white movies is they know exactly the parameters that they can push things with their practical effects and with their camera so, like, everything, like, all the suspenseful moments were really good in it because they showed you exactly the right amount that you needed to see and hid everything that you didn't. Yeah, no, and it's, like, it, it's a little slow in the beginning, uh, but then again, it's, like, you know, these movies are, you know, they're this is how their their movies work. They did a slow, you know, they do kind of a slow burn and a build up. But one of the great things, like we say, talking about the cinematography, there's a part where she's in her room and uh, she's sitting there and she like kind of wakes up because she's hearing noises and you can see the camera has focused on this piece of the wall and kind of has slanted it and it looks like there's a face in the, yeah. in the design. And it's doing this dialogue back and forth with like a, a man, you know, yelling at a woman and the woman like getting hysterical and then like – And then there's a child that starts crying. Crying and stuff like that. And the girl – the woman is freaking out and she's like, no, take my hand. She's talking to her – the other woman in the film because they were supposed to stay together in this room after the first incident of the one night that happened. Uh, so, you know, that whole thing – I'm like backtracking. But yeah, so there's that whole thing. And then it's like the whole scene ends and like the camera turns away from the thing. And like guess what? You can still see the face. But it's like you didn't notice it when they first shot it until they started, you know, like, oh, okay. So now that's all you can kind of see. And then you're kind of like, okay, that's kind of freaky. Then they pan out and she's like, oh, you're breaking my hand. And it's just her. Now, this is what I think is great about these movies. She's sitting there with nothing in her hand. You don't have to show us anything. You don't have to show anything. But you can see how much she's clenching her hand and how it has a little bit of room where, like, you think something else is there. And she's like, oh, you're hurting me. And then it's like she gets up, walks, and then it's just kind of like – she's just holding her hand out while it's still, like, essentially clenched on nothing. But she thought she was holding on to something. You know, kind of thing. And it's, it's like, such a such an easy thing to do. But how it's shot, how it's presented, and stuff like that for that time. That's that I like. I'm was sitting there, like you know. Of course, I'm. We're not like ah, yeah. And stuff like that. But you can imagine people seeing this in the theater for the first time and just how people would erupt 
in the theater for like that kind of stuff like oh my god you know yeah because this is like extremely unusual for that time you know kind of thing so it's you know it's really good and like shot and everything that now uh this was the second time i saw it uh, my apologies. I don't know if I was really tired last night, but I fell asleep halfway uh, through that movie. Yeah, so about three quarters. So I'm. I was trying to figure out, like you said, to, with the ending. I'm trying to remember this, how this one ended, because I remember so, how the remake ends. Mm-hmm. So with this one, the, essentially the way it ends is she basically thinks that she is now supposed to be home. Um. So she. She goes into the library that she was afraid to go into before. She starts walking up the spiral staircase. Um, and then the doctor, psychologist, dude, whatever, follows her up. So, oh, so basically the psychologist's wife shows, or the psychiatrist or whatever, we'll call him a psychiatrist. Um, the scientist. Scientist, it, yeah. yeah. We'll call him a scientist then. Uh, so the scientist's wife shows up. And says that she's going to stay the night. And then they're basically, like, their theory is that the heart of all the activity is the nursery. Yes. So the wife decides, doesn't believe in this. And she's basically like, well, either it's going to prove it to me or I can prove you wrong. And so she decides to stay in the nursery because she's so sick of, like, her husband always dealing with this kind of stuff. So, so a big problem I had with that is she wants to stay in the nursery, but he doesn't stay with her. He tried to, but she didn't let him. Oh, okay. I was, like, trying to figure that part. I'm like, why don't you just fucking stay with Yeah, her? that was my thought, too. And then she's like, why don't you? I'm like, wow, what a bitch. Um, because I, ba- I think basically she was just trying to be like, look, I can stay at the night in here on my own. This yeah. place isn't haunted. You're being a wuss. Stop dealing with this crap. Um, but basically, they wake up in the middle of the night. There's something weird that happens. They hear, like, noises, and that's whenever the door breathes, and then... Um, they run upstairs into the nursery. Well, she goes into the nursery. The crazy chick goes into the nursery first, finds out that the wife is not there. Mm. Um, then the doctor ends up getting there next. And he's like, well, where's my wife? And all this kind of stuff. And the girl's like, I don't know. So then they start searching the house while the crazy chick is wandering around the house, trying to figure out like where she is and like basically trying to tell the house, like take me instead, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so she ends up getting scared. She runs into the library. She goes up to the spiral staircase that was having trouble, like, staying in the wall. So then the, the scientist follows her up and start, is about to help her back down the stairs to basically try and, like, help her come to her senses. And she looks up and sees the scientist's wife hanging uh, in the attic. Ah. And there's a trap door. And the, the scientist's wife slams a trap door shut the girl passes out, um, and then the doctor sends her home. So while she's she's like basically she's like, well, this is my car or half mine, and yeah. she's like, I'm gonna drive it home. And like right whenever they're about to send her off, then the one guy who's going to inherit the house when his aunt dies gets out of the car for a second, and then the car just takes off. And I think that she. I don't know if she was driving the car or if she was saying, like, something else was driving the car. I didn't really catch that. Um, basically, she's driving down the road and having, like, she feels like there's something that is, like, messing with the, the steering oh, and all okay. this kind of stuff. And then she is driving down the road, and right before she hits the same tree that the other woman slammed into and died, yeah. then she sees the scientist's wife running behind the tree. Like, just wearing, a, like, a white nightgown. And so she screams, and then she hits the, the tree. The scientist shows up and says that she's dead. And then the scientist's wife comes over and says, you know, I... She's like, I'm really sorry. I got lost. I went up... Or I could, was trying to find you because I got scared. And, I, like, I got lost in the house. And I feel like the house did it to me. And she was like, I didn't mean to scare the girl. I was just, like, opening the trap door to see if I could find my way out. And then she goes, I don't even know how I got outside. But I did. And then the girl's like, well, she probably uh, swerved to avoid you. And she was like, no, she she saw me like right before she was going to hit the tree. Mm. So and that's essentially how it ends. So okay, weird, because for whatever <clears throat> reason, I thought like they were all trying to leave. And then the crazy girl like ran back into the house and then like all the doors were locked. And then it was just like, this is my house now kind of thing. Um. Well, then they were going to go back and grab all the stuff out of the house. And well, that was the interesting thing. So the scientist woman was like, well, I don't want you to go back into that house because that yeah. house is haunted, blah, blah, blah. And then the scientist, or no, not even the scientist, the, uh, I think it was, I don't remember if it was the scientist or the nephew okay. that uh, 
basically said, oh no, I think it was a scientist that says, just no pick re- somebody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe it was Tony the Tiger. Yes. But the scientist There's says, ghosts. well, the scientist says, oh yeah, the house is appeased for now. Uh, and then at the end, then it has the girl talking and basically saying like, we all walk alone in this house and you know, this is my house now, blah, blah, blah. I'm finally uh, home. Okay. So, um, so basically what you're saying now that you explained that to me, uh, I should probably rewatch it before I make a decision, <laughs> but you explained it to me. I'm like, well, that was, that's kind of, you fucking went in a completely different direction, you know? Yeah. So it still leaves you with the question of like whether or not she was actually crazy. Yeah. Yeah. See, it wasn't like, I was thinking, I mean, gr- granted, obviously she wasn't cause the house did have some, uh, kind of supernatural stuff to it but yeah but that was the thing that i was thinking about is like maybe there was like just a supernatural vibe to the house in general but maybe it, it didn't want necessarily want her like she thought maybe it just wanted somebody ah. so maybe it just was like well i want somebody and i'll take whoever i can get so it tried to take the scientist's wife and then whenever she interfered it just took her instead yeah so interesting but, uh, yeah, so what do you want to rate this? You want to rate this uh, 5 out of 5 haunted houses, 5 out of 5 crazy bitches, 5 out of 5 trees. Oh, I, was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking either breathing doors or stone lions. Ooh, let's go with stone lions. All right. So out of 5 stone lions. Out of 5 stone lions, uh, like I well, said. Well, first let's do IMDb oh, and yeah, Rotten IMDb Tomatoes. Oh, yeah, IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes. So IMDb gives this a 7.6 out of 10. Uh, so it still holds up today to their standards, which they probably just you know watched many many years ago. Uh, Ron Tomatoes gave it an eighty six percent, and the audience gave it an eighty two percent. High praise. So everybody's giving it high praise. Like I said, it's a it's cinematography is great. You know, I did enjoy the story and stuff like that. Like I said, I probably have to rewatch it again uh, for that ending and stuff like that. But like I mean, I, I enjoy I do enjoy these old classic kind of movies and you just get to see the techniques they use so yeah actually uh, that was gonna be my question before we rate it really quick like what was your favorite like cinematography like shot that they did that you just thought was super fascinating uh there was it's a very simple shot Mm -hmm. and i'm really not sure how they did it but it's like it's when they're about to go to bed for the first time and the schizo (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm referring to her as that, the crazy broad. Uh, she goes into her bed, uh, you know, gets like comfy and everything like that. And the camera, like, it's a steady cam, and then all of a sudden does this like quick kind of pan down to her on the bed. And I don't know if that's because it, we watched it on a Blu-ray, and in general it would just be a normal kind of pan, or if this was like some weird kind of new camera technique that they had at the time that they wanted to do. But I thought it's a very, like I said, very simple scene. Nothing too crazy or spectacular, because like I said, there's a bunch of stuff here. Like, oh, that's cool. I like how they, you know, film this and stuff like that. But like, just that weird kind of movement and stuff. Yeah. You're like, oh yeah, like they did a lot of that kind of weird trippy like camera slow. Again, like I don't know. Like now thinking about, it, I'm like maybe it's because it was the Blu-ray and it's just the high definition of being able to see things. Um, uh, you. Um. Well, there were a couple shots. So one of the shots that I thought was really cool was literally just. Like, whenever one of the women, like, or whenever the companion or whatever at the beginning hung herself, mm-hmm. literally, they just showed, like, it just looked like the cameraman was just, like, running down the spiral staircase. But just the way they shot it was very, very interesting. It was almost sort of like, it almost seemed like out of the perspective of the spirit, like, mm. running down the stairs after, like, oh, tricking yeah. the girl into killing herself. Yeah. Like, it was just a very, like, subtle, like, very interesting way to do it. Um, and then the other thing... That I swear the people who did this probably took a lot of several pages from Hitchcock because um, it reminded me of like the usage of the sound effects and the birds mm. um, simply because it's whenever the two girls are with each other the first night and they hear the sounds and they keep shooting back and forth between the girls yeah. and the door and the wall and the sounds. And it's like everywhere there where the sound was supposed to be, you were seeing that part of the wall and you saw it move and you saw their reaction to it. And it was just a very like clever, like series of shots and sound effects that they did. Yeah. Yeah. And that's another thing that I really kind of like about that movie. And it's actually kind of really kind of interesting uh, with that, that scene is they're just always filming, like, the inside of the room, but the thing is on the outside, and you just hear the banging. And what I thought was really cool about this, kind of interesting, if you're curious about, like, was the ghost, like, you know, when the person died, whoever the ghost is or whatnot, was this ghost blind at some point or whatnot? Because it's like, it knows people came into the house, but it's sitting there trying to find where they're at. 
Well, like, then it becomes a question of, uh, is it trying to find them or is it trying to mock them and like taunt them? See, that's the thing. It's like, is it, it could go either way with that yeah. kind of thing because it wasn't until the girl like said something or leave us alone. And then like you heard it stop. And you heard it just start smashing against the door, or like and then, like the yeah. Walls then it got, and... then it came closer to them again, and then it's like oh, it was, and then the girl's like oh no, it was like you know it was looking for someone or something like that kind of thing. So it's just a very interesting kind of perspective. Like yeah, it could be that where the ghost is taunting them, or like they say, like it tried to make them. It makes the house usually makes the women go insane, and then they go ahead and and kill themselves. So it's just a very kind of cool perspective with all that kind of like again, just it's very like nowadays you'll be like oh that's fucking simple. I'm not gonna do that. It's too simple. Simple, but sometimes simple is better you yeah. know it's it just really works for the stuff but again like i do like the cinematography in these old films and just how they shoot things and stuff like that so uh so then what are you going to rate this out of uh five out of five stone lions i would rate it a three out of five um just because i wasn't a huge fan of the ending i felt like it was very unresolved but the cinematography was fantastic but I mean, if honestly, you think about it, the, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was about to say, well, honestly, it was just like kind of the ending. Did the movie at least hook you up until like all that point, and then you were just kind of like, eh? Or was it like one of these kind of like, okay, it's good here and here, but it it drags a lot or something like that? It hooked me, but. I really could not stand the main chick. That's fine. She fucking drove me nuts. Oh my god. So. She's like, everyone skips me. It was literally just like fucking uh, Johnny from the room. Everyone betray me. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I think about it because in her head she's having like this monologue, which by the way, no one does that kind of stuff anymore. Like, monologues in the head yeah like the the thinking to themselves and things like that which is kind of funny because in comic books it works like so fucking well where batman's like having a conversation uh you know to himself like okay when i bust in here i'm gonna do this do that you know kind of detective and thing and that internal thinking spider-man yeah. does it too with like the n narrating and stuff so the, the one more the most recent movie i can think of that actually did it really well was sherlock holmes yes like stuff uh, like but that. that's the last movie that i can list that really did like the internal monologue well friedman um <laughs> So but he, what was so your he bought a house on Haunted Hill. Andy Dufresne bought that house, and then he crawled through a river of shit. Damn. Damn. And ghosts. And then it was haunted was, shit. It was haunted shit. You ever see a ghost poop? It's disgusting. It fucking scares the shit out of you. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, can I rename the podcast now? Uh, to what? Ghost poop. It literally scares the <laughs> shit out of you. I want to say I want a shirt of that. Oh, my God. I want a shirt of that. Like a ghost poop. Oh, oh God. I want – I want – well, anyways, if you guys can start that trending, hashtag ghost poop will scare the shit out of you. And then I, I think I need to do some T-shirt design. I've been feeling very um, creative lately, drawing stuff again a little bit at work, just having some sketches. But uh, my review, uh, my rating system, I think I'm going to give it a 3.5. Okay. Uh, I I want to give it a four, but again, like I don't know. It's it again. It's it's a great movie. It's classic, but it's like, uh, yeah. It, it's it's not anything tremendous, um, you know. But it is like I said. I love the cinematography. Uh, story is fun. It's uh, it's just yeah. Like that that woman. I just don't know. Like oh, she was annoying. The, I, I'm really curious what the book says, and like, and then it kind of just varies from the time period because like you're thinking about it. They're probably like a woman who's hysterical. And in the 1960s, they're like, wow, this is how hysterical women act. And you're like, no, not really. Yeah. Like, not anymore. Well, I will get the book and read it. But actually, that really was like, a, I was just listening to a medical podcast and they were talking about like hysterical was literally just a description of any time a woman was acting like, quote unquote, out of sorts or just kind oh, of shit, like. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Like, literally, you could be submitted to an asylum for being hysterical if you're a woman. Oh, wow. Yeah. That. Like, it, oh, was, it was insane. America, when you dig up our past, it's not good. Yeah, it's painful. Yeah, God, I really. Honestly, I'm just going to say it. I hate being a white male. Because <laughs> I feel bad every time I hear this shit going like, God, men are just pieces of shit. Well, if you can, if you're conscious enough to recognize that, I feel like you kind of get a pass. And also, I don't really know. Like no, 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 we, we we don't deserve a pass. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, there's some shit that you hear oh, no, about. I wasn't saying all men. I was just saying you specifically. Uh, I wouldn't even go that far. But I'm like, I hear some shit. I'm like, God, we were dumb. <laughs> just why? Yeah, we thought our bodies were controlled by the four humors. Like, it was like yellow bile, black bile, uh, phlegm and something else i don't remember yeah. and blood it, it, it yeah we were dumb 
But uh, yeah, so of course, actually, next week um, is going to be October. So we're going to try to find some cool October movies to watch and or a bunch of spooky news to do. We'll put, be putting together a Halloween show as well. Uh, of course, at the beginning of this podcast, uh, you know where to find us. Um, and I think that's going to wrap up this episode, unless you have anything else you'd like to add. Well, I did want to give a shout out to Michelle. Thank you very much for the movie suggestion. Um, if you guys have a movie su- movie suggestion, send it our way, not another beehorrorcast at gmail.com. Or on Twitter at beehorrorcast, or even on Instagram. You can send us a picture. Yes. Take a picture of, your, of that. Of the movie. You yeah, want take a picture watch. of the DVD cover or of the screen Poster picture. Or... Yeah, whatever. And send it to us and let us know. Um, and we'll review it and give you a shout out. Um, if you have any horror stories or, or just creepy stories, whether it's actual stories or whether it's like experiences, alien, supernatural, whatever, you can also email us with that. Um, and also keep getting your friends to like the page and keep getting your friends to listen to this podcast and we will be doing a giveaway pretty soon. Uh, so, sure, I guess. I, I figured I would handle it. Um, uh, oh, wow, okay. I'm going <laughs> to try to start taking, like, carrying my side of the podcast here. Oh, so. it only took you two years. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> I forgot we were on that long. I was like, two years? Really? Damn. Really? I thought we were only one year. I thought it was one year, but then I, I have to do math, and I'm like, there's no way we would have gotten to, like, 80-something podcasts in a year unless we oh, were yeah, doing it, like, like, daily or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, wow. So we've been doing this for almost two years, and yeah. we still haven't gotten much from you guys, so yes. start talking. <laughs> that's what you do. Hi, guys. We're going to do a contest, but I'm going to berate you first and, may, and and be like, what the fuck? How come you're not helping? Um, no, I no, still no, not you. helping. Just, like, just give us a, like, just communicate with us and then we can give you stuff. like i said you can all, if you find us on itunes everything that you want to give us a review uh whether it's a good review or bad reviews just helps people find the podcast better or any of the other great shows on the 4i radio network um and yeah so we'll tune in next week and i think that's going to wrap up this episode yep. until uh oh you already added your stuff so uh but yeah i'm steve and i'm anna and carpe noctum This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Blah!